She's April. And she's Molly. And we are the Book Besties. I mean, John Stamos is sexy as hell, so. These white men are dangerous. Power through the smut. That's what they do to animals in the zoo. Mary Poppins, for Christ's sake. Do not Google that. All I know is I double tap on his Instagram pictures a lot. So. It's librarian problems, whatever. You're not Molly. Not today. <laughs> not this week. So, besties, Molly is sick. Um, she has the flu and is on the mend, but is still coughing a lot. So, Nurse Katie, our friend and honorary bestie, read a book in two days and filled in for her. Yes, <laughs> I did. I don't coming understand in, the speed at which you read. <laughs> you know, I have just always been a fast reader and like I even have the retention, which was amazing in grad school. And then yeah. also now that I can read a lot of smut, it makes my life better oh, yeah. too. So I can helps. read smut quickly. Yes. Yep. 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 I can power through the smut. So I wish I was a faster reader because I was basically an English major and so I was often reading several books at one time because of my yep. classes. And it was really difficult to keep up with the readings. Yeah. I can and remember. So I didn't always. <laughs> in grad school, um, when I was in school for my nurse practitioner, it would be nothing to have to read 500 pages for three different classes. Mm -hmm. And like, you have to retain that. So I yeah. was like, thank you, Lord, for the speed reading ability. Like, yeah. thank you. Like, if I don't, <laughs> if I don't retain the stuff from grad school, like, nobody dies. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, sometimes they still do with Nobody, me. So. Nobody's dying at the library. Like, I hope nobody's dying at the library. Right. We got a whole nother sitcom to film if somebody's dying at the library, girl. Right. <laughs> We're screwed. <laughs> so. Oh, man. Um, so uh, we are going to do you. So, oh, goodness, words. Um, so Molly was supposed to host this episode. She picked this book. She actually picked another historical fiction or romance. And I was like, look, if you're going to make me read historical romance, like a true bodice ripper, which I had never read before, at least can we read Bridgerton? Yeah. So Molly picked this and, uh, you know, at my request. And now she's not even here. <laughs> and then she punks out. So rude. Yeah. So, so rude. rude. So we she's are lucky she was like literally in bed sick or like right. I would be like, um, no, you're right. No. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was like, uh, I don't know what we're going to do because <laughs> she can't finish a sentence without coughing. So, yeah. um, so she was supposed to host this episode, but you're actually going to host this episode yes, because I'm so excited. <laughs> I, I read this book like over a month ago and I'm not sure I even remember it. Yeah. No, I'm super excited. So yeah. I'm excited for you to guest host too. This is amazing. So do you want to yes. give us a synopsis? Oh, I, I guess we didn't we didn't actually show the book. Oh. Can you show the book? I don't actually we have can. a copy of it. So there's is Bridgerton, the, the Duke, Duke and, and I. I. Yeah. And it has the Netflix cover. Which yeah. um I did know uh that this was a Netflix series. Um, but I didn't realize it was so expansive in the books too, that there are yeah. like literally one for all of the kids. So yeah. Um, there's yeah. Quite and a so few in the series. Yeah. 
And so that's the intention with the next Netflix series too, is they're supposed to do one season per kid. But oh. I also kind of find that creepy because like, are we really going to watch the little girl? I don't want to see like, Hyacinth and Gregory doing. Yeah. Right. Are we going to watch them grow up and then they're going to have see me scenes? Cause like, I'm not here for that. I'm at not all. a, uh, uh-uh, no, they're going to have to recast. Cause I'm like, no, yeah, <laughs> no. that's awkward on so many levels. So no, it'd be yeah. like watching the Olsen twins do sex scenes in a Netflix show. <gasps> oh, great. That's an image I want for the rest of the night. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> rock me to sleep now for that one and be laying in bed like <laughs> Steve will be over there snoring and I'm going to be like oh. gonna up, it's going to be a weird Uncle Jesse montage with the Olsen twins in a minute too like, you had to take it to Uncle girl. Jesse no I mean John Stamos is sexy as hell so yeah even at oh. his age now he is mm-hmm. he still do it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah for sure, for sure. Well, I, I even wrote yeah. a synopsis, so I will totally... Well, give us your synopsis. Do then. the synopsis. Okay. Yeah. Anthony, Benedict, Colin, Daphne, Eloise, Francesca, Gregory, and Hyacinth. The Bridgertons. Children of the late Viscount and living Viscountess Bridgerton, they are the quintessential upper-crust English family in the 1810s. Mm-hmm. Our story follows the fourth child, Daphne. But don't worry, Quinn wrote books for all other seven siblings and a novella for the mom. Mm -hmm. Daphne has always been seen as amiable to all the gentlemen of the town. However, entering her second courting season, she is simply too honest and too unwilling to play the romantic games that captivate gentlemen enough for a marriage proposal. Mm. Enter Simon Arthur Henry Fitzranolph Bassett, Earl Cliveden, Duke of Hastings. Raised... <laughs> and all God's children say thank you. <laughs> Raised by a nanny after his father ignored him over a speech impediment, Simon enters Daphne's life after traveling abroad, a sworn bachelor to the death despite his deceased and estranged father. Daphne and Simon strike an unlikely, but is it really unlikely, agreement to fake a courtship to benefit both. Daphne by drumming up suitable males and Simon by avoiding being by avoiding by being avoided by the pushy mamas of the town looking to the marry mamas. their daughters to a duke, the mamas. The plan works in the beginning, but Daphne and Simon both can't avoid their growing feelings for each other. After a twist of fate and hormones, Daphne and mm. Simon are wed. However, will Simon's desire to end his family's line win over Daphne's love and desire for a family? Yay. I mean, that was a very good synopsis. That Thank yay was you. not about you. It was about That's the book. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when you said, so when I asked, uh, I said, Katie, are you sure that you want to read this book? And you're like, I never mind reading a book. And I was like, mm, you may mind. Yeah. This, <laughs> this just reminded me why I don't read these books. Like, yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, this is like literally the first one that I can recall of like a true bodice ripper, I know that I've Mm -hmm. probably read other ones before, but this is literally like the first one that I've ever read. I mean, I'm like, yeah, me too. It's just really not my jam. Well, I've said this on the pod before. Um, I only really started reading romance novels recently. Um, It's only been like the past couple of years. And this is the first time I've ever won read one that was a traditional bodice ripper historical romance. Yeah. Um, 
I prefer contemporary romance. Funny thing is, I talked to this woman I work with. Um, she's awesome. We talk books a lot. She's also an Akatar fan, which you and I are too. Yes. Um, and uh, she prefers historical fiction, historical mm-hmm. romances. She's like, mm-hmm. I don't want to hear about Twitter and Tinder. I have enough reality <laughs> in yeah. my reality. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, that's fair. But I just, I don't know. I like yeah. it better. <laughs> I, I, I really I, have a, sorry. No, go ahead. I really have the, a feminist issue with a lot of it. Like yes, I really yes, hate that's what I was the gonna way say. women are treated. <laughs> women are property in these. And I'm yeah. like, oh, hell to the no in a lot of yeah. things. Yeah. And Molly and I have talked about that on here before as well. Like I, that's what bugs me. Like, I can't, yeah. we talked about that with uh, the midnight bargain Yeah, or a midnight bargain. One of those. Um, yeah. I just don't like that women are a commodity. And so that's where I really struggle with this. To me, it's not, oh, yay, he decided to marry for love and he picked her. It's like, that should have been the option to begin with. Right. And that shouldn't (laughs) have been like, what led her to him was, Mm -hmm. oh, he's going to support me. Yeah, it's nice. But you got to do you too, boo. So yeah. Right. Yeah, that's kind of one of our one of our questions. And oh, in my bad. List. No, it's okay. So I did yeah. read them. You'd think I did, okay. but I did. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. So um, to kind of start off, uh, family and I are both families are very important um, to mm-hmm. me, to you. I think we're both raising our families, so that's definitely yeah. family is definitely something that comes up a lot in this book. Yeah. So I kind of want to talk about how Daphne's large, close, overly protective brothers and then Simon's complete lack Mm -hmm. of a family. Like, did you like that dynamic of the two families? Did you like that count point counterpoint where he was alone and she had all of these siblings or what are your thoughts on that? I mean, I think it was really an interesting way to like have Simon be, you know, somebody who had been alone most of his life. Because even though he had a dad, like his mom died in childbirth, and even though he had a dad, he wasn't raised by him. So he was pretty much alone most of his life. Um, so I did think that was pretty interesting. I Daphne's older brothers make me laugh, and I liked them not more than I liked them in the, the TV series, but I liked their dynamic in the book a lot. Um, yeah. They were definitely default why Daphne wasn't getting right. dates. Right. Um, yeah. But I think that was more obvious in the show than it was yeah. in the book. Um, yeah. But I, one of the things that I thought was interesting was um, that Simon hadn't ever really spent time with them. Right. And I guess maybe it was just because of that's the way things were, you know, back in the day, it's not like you were bringing your friend home for a sleepover if you were at boarding school, but right. he didn't really know them, but he was best friends with Anthony. Right. So I would they, expect they that they would have known each other. friends a lot. Right. And it's literally his first time meeting her right. when they're there at, um, yeah, he didn't ball. even know who like, she was. Yeah. If you're such best friends. You've, and, and, you know, now we can say, oh, well, of course you've seen a picture of him or whatever, but he would have <laughs> You know, if he was best friends with they would Anthony, have at least seen each other. he would have spoken of her. He would have said, oh, my sister. And, you know, she looks exactly like us. And, and you know, like you would have something in your brain would have clicked. Well, that and, and I feel familiar. like it's not. Yeah. And I feel like it's not just that, but like the community of the Regency era. Right. They would yeah. have all known each other everybody because it wasn't that everybody. large of a community. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. And um, especially with having a child of the same age. Mm-hmm. You know, the right. the Bridgerton mom, Violet, she would have 
been involved or she would have known of this child. You know what I mean? Right. Like they, right. they were all up in each other's business all the time. They knew the dad, they knew that, right. you know, they would have known this child. So, right. Yeah. And not to say that Viscount and Duke are like, you know, on the same, but they're, they're both in they're the line. They're all rich, fancy, right. go they're to in fancy. the line. Yeah. You would know yeah. the people in the line. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just because you're further down the line don't mean you don't know who's at the front of the line. So. And it's not yeah. that far down. I think right. that Duke is like one step up from Viscount. So. Right. And I think yeah. I, I didn't Google it. I probably should like, what's like, what actually a Viscount like, are they property owners? Because, like, a duke, I feel like they they have more. And this is all my historical knowledge from Outlander. Thank you very much. <laughs> Not history class. Um, I'm still trying duke, to get Molly to let me read that for the pod. Oh, Outlander? Yeah. Oh, I loved it. So good. She doesn't want to read it. That's unfortunate. She mm. made you read Deb Harkness. Right. Just saying. Yeah. Right. Ew. So, yeah. So a duke has more lands usually, but I don't know where a viscount lands and all that. But obviously well, they're fancy. So. Yeah. They're definitely someone with a title. And that yeah. was really enough back then. That was all that mattered. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. So Simon. You know that you insulted her favorite author. I <laughs> love those books. I read all of those books. I really liked oh, them. I yeah. No, I really liked them. Yeah. That chick. That heifer Molly got on me to read those books and then I got completely sucked in. I've read all five of them. They're great books. I love them. So, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I, this is a conversation that we had last <laughs> week where I think that maybe I just don't like fantasy. Yeah. Like you and I have been texting about this cuz like side note for all of you listening, Katie and I are further in the Akatar series. Well, Katie is a book further than me. Two books yeah. further than me. You're I'm on, on the, the final book. One. Yeah, yeah. final book. Yeah. Um and Molly has only read the first one, but Katie yeah. and I are fans now. So we're texting, yeah. but I told her, I told you after this, like while I was reading the second book, like this book is way more fantasy and I just yeah. want the romance. I think See, I don't like fantasy. I think that yeah. might be my problem. <laughs> I love fantasy. Yeah. Like you haven't read all the Game of Thrones, have you? I have no desire. Oh. To those. Listen, so I watched good. like half of the first season of that and was like, uh, this is way too much rape for me. Thank you very much. Well, there's that, but there's dragons then too. So Okay. Rape yeah. and dragons. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> rape and dragons. If your trait I... for the dragons is the rape, <laughs> I'm gonna say no. <laughs> Maybe reevaluate your priorities. All right. <laughs> Touche, I get it, but it's fine. I like, I like Game of Thrones. Although, I mean, Outlander gets a little rapey too, and I do like Outlander mm -hmm. a lot. It gets rapey. a lot rapey, yeah, and yeah. it gets a lot violent. Like people don't realize, and I think oh, Outlander is very violent for sure. Yeah, the some of the later books, you're like, ooh, uh, I might need. So to I've only it, read so. the first one, but I yeah. really liked it. But it's so lengthy, and mm -hmm. like we just don't have time. I, I don't no. have time with the pod schedule to put in other books. Yeah. I'm doing that with Akatar because I just liked it so much. Outlander yeah. was really good, but I I never say this. I don't judge me, but I feel like I'm just going to watch the show. The show's so good. This. I mean, so the good. guy that plays Jamie is, <sighs> I heard he may be in the Hulu. Akatar. I know, for Akatar? Mm. Oh my gosh. Well, oh like, my gosh. If it's on HBO Max, I may pay for it. I may just not, not even steal my sister's HBO code. I might pay for it. <laughs> That's how much I love that Sam. I can't think of what his last name is. Hugh or Hager, but Hugh? 
Yeah. Something. Yeah. All I know is I double tap on his Instagram pictures a lot. So he'd be fine. It's funny though, because he's like got, you know, green eyes and like a reddish hair. And like, that's not my thing. Like I like brown Mm. eyes a lot. Mm. He is very, very dreamy looking. Yes. But I don't know if it's him or if it's his character because Jamie Frazier is like, he can get it. (laughs) Yeah. In the books, he gets it even when he's old. Like. Ooh, like at one point when he's old like like in his 50s like in the last book he's like in his 50s and you're still like damn boy like he's still like jamie fraser do it even the books but yeah the books the audiobooks are like 50 hours Um, yeah i I listen is so good is it the same narrator for all of them because i listen to the the whole one yes and that's i listened to the first one while i was like working in an elementary school and i just Ooh. would have it playing because the elementary school was like the library was closed so i would yeah. just have it playing and i'd be like working in the stacks and people would walk in and i'd be like pause 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 clutch, pause, pause. clutch my pearls it, it was never any students like it was never That's any good. students but yeah. like the teachers would walk in and i'd be like no i'm not doing anything <laughs> Sorry. where are my earpods <laughs> Well, it's hard to do and have headphones on when you're shelving. True, true. Because people like not... need you and then they would tap you on the back and then you would be scared. Yeah, I get it. Well, that yeah. and they just like get tangled or if they're, they fall out. It's yeah. all the same. Yeah. It's librarian problems, whatever. All right, back to this book. Okay. Well, this next question is about good looking men too. So we're going to go back to Simon. Mm, um, nice. He's described as heart-stoppingly handsome, the perfect specimen of English manhood. Men wanted his opinion on any number of topics, and the women swooned at his feet. Um, I felt myself rolling my eyes at some of these Mm. descriptions. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm, Are mm -hmm. you, as a romance fan, how did Mm -hmm. you feel about the description of some of these characters? And did these descriptions make you like the characters more or less? Or, you know, I'm looking to your romance expertise here, because I like fairy porn. So, yeah. (laughs) And dragons <laughs> rape apparently. So no, you do not. I, mean, I don't like the rape, of course, but I like the dragons. So yeah. Okay, gosh, Kate, just don't start like reading the like I was taken by T Rex series. <laughs> I mean, my TBR is kind of long, so I might temper it. I might. If there, there's bad. probably a dragon porn. Oh, there's because there be. is there's like T Rex taken by T Rex is a legit thing. I'll I'll put a link for it below. It's real, yes. I promise. <laughs> um, so okay, so going back to what I said about like liking the dark eyes and the dark hair in the contemporary romance, like that's what they're writing. Emily Henry, that is her main man. He's got the brown eyes, he's got the dark hair. In this book, Simon has lighter features. Mm-hmm. And Daphne has darker features. Yes. And so for me, he was not attractive. Like, mm-hmm. that's not where my brain goes. Um, and frankly, I don't know that I really liked him <laughs> either. Yeah. But in the show, the guy who plays him in the show, mm-hmm. I cannot think of how you say his name. It's French. Um, yes, I have it in here. It's like Jean René or where is it? Uh, uh, um. Mm-hmm. Roger Jean Paget, I believe. Well, that, I've, I've never really been able to properly say his name, but let me tell you. 
yeah. that guy is hot. So good looking. And, and I think that was one thing too, like during these, all, all these descriptions, they were describing him and right. th- that's all I could see though. Like was, I know. So, I know. Yeah. Yeah. And I know like, okay, so we're probably going to, we're going to talk more about the show later, aren't we? Yeah. You want me to hold off on my, okay. Well, sure. this is what I have to say about the descriptions. Cause it just drove me crazy. Like I was so tired of reading the cliche descriptions but i feel like if this is the genre that you like you get what you came for like yeah this is your genre yeah you're definitely gonna get it. it yeah it's just and not it, my genre yeah no i didn't think of it that way because i was just like are you kidding me like mm-hmm. women want to be with him men seek his advice like, right right but, but if but you yeah, like this tick yeah. tick tick if you like those mm-hmm. cliches that's gonna that's gonna work for you I don't mm-hmm. think it made me like the characters any less. I think it made me like the writer less. Yeah. Because I felt like it because it was so cliche, I thought, eh, you could probably yeah. do better. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, when we so there was an episode in August, and I know you listened to the pod, so I know you listened to this episode when we had Alexa on um uh-huh. from Cozy Blanket Reads. Yeah. She I watched Instagram. that one. I was homesick with COVID Dang. and I watched it on my TV. Yep. Aww. So I got to see all three of you guys up there and watch it. Yeah. How do Molly and I look in HD? Because I'm not so sure. Good. No, you looked best. great. Everybody looked super cute. It was fun to be able to like actually watch it and not have Aww. to like. I was still talking to you guys too and you still didn't of hear Of course me. you were. Of course when you was, were. When I was talking to you. But anyway. Katie ahead, uses her Siri to text us while she's driving and listening yes. to the pod. And it, it's great. Like, because- we know what she's talking about. We just have to assume. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, Katie. I haven't listened to the episode. Or, because, you, you know, you guys film ahead. So for me, it's Tuesday. It's That's my right. Tuesday morning. Like, I get in my car. I put my coffee in. I take my kids to the bus. My kids know it's pod Tuesday. As soon as I pull out onto my road, I turn on the podcast. So I'll, like, start talking to you guys. Yeah. And you'll be like, what in the hell? <laughs> We're like, like, we filmed it two weeks ago. We don't even remember. <laughs> and then you like, and then I like keep waiting for your response. I'm like, oh, they can't, they can't hear me. Right. And then my Siri miss, miss, messes up everything. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, anywho, so uh, Alexa <laughs> said that she, she didn't say this in the episode, actually. Now that I think about it, this is like a discussion we had with her off pod. Um, she read this because she liked Bridgerton and she didn't like it either. Yeah. And she said the only part of it she found interesting was the extra epilogue that was written Uh. after the whole series. That was the only part she liked, which was like the surprise pregnancy in her forties, which I was like, no, thank you. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Hard. We are not doing that Mm -mm. again. No. Mm -mm. Yeah. Sam's very cute. He's a very cute six-year-old. Sometimes I think to myself, oh, he's getting so big. But and then then I have babies at the library and I'm like, thank you for going home. Because yeah. I don't I don't want babies anymore. I um we had a, a apple cider fest fun thing and one of my friends bought mm-hmm. her little guy and I was holding him and I thought, one, I forgot how fucking heavy babies are. Like yeah. when you have to hold them nonstop. Like it's All hard day. on you. You get and those mom arms. Yeah. I was like I could be a grandma like my kids like my oldest has a boyfriend and Mm. I like as soon as they left I said I'm gonna say this one time if either of you bitches make me a young grandma there will be war like there's a girl we went uh, to high school with that's a grandma right now shut the front door I'm not kidding I'll 
we'll talk about you'll it. You'll have that. to tell me that. For those of you that don't know, who are not in the know, Katie and I have known each other since middle school. Yes. So. Way back in the day. Way so. back in the day. Yeah. All right. So you are the slow burn queen. Getting oh, back to love, love a slow it. burn. Fucking um, do you feel like Simon and Daphne's wedding night was a slow burn? And do you feel like it was rewarding? I felt so, like it was this super hyped up fireworks show and mm-hmm. then like a. Yeah, it was yeah. definitely hotter in the show for sure. So much hotter. But it's funny that you asked this question because if I can get it to come up um, on my Goodreads, I talked about that in my Goodreads uh, rating. Yeah. So while we're here, I gave it a two and a half. Oh, I um, gave it a two in my mental Goodreads. I don't have an actual Goodreads, but I have a mental Goodreads. So, yeah. Okay. So, it's not a typical slow burn with good banter where you root for the couple. It's just yeah. boring. Yeah. After Daphne and Simon got married, the book does pick up. But by then, yeah. I didn't care. <laughs> I was bored. Yeah. 55% of the book before you get to anything spicy. And I don't really mind that because, like, I just finished the second Akatar book and it chapter 55. Chapter 55. Chapter 55. I told you I was like, stick with me, girl. Chapter 55 and chill. Chapter 55 and chill. I saw a Netflix or something on Etsy that said chapter 55 and chill. Yes. (laughs) So I don't mind a slow burn. I love a slow burn, but this one didn't have witty banter. It was just like, I don't know, like coy Regency error nonsense. And the truth is like, even though I was an English major, I haven't read a lot of classics. I don't like them. I don't like the um, Jane Austen's and Uh -uh. the, like, I don't like that stuff. So I was never going to like this. (laughs) Yeah. I was hoping it was more like the series because the series is really hot. Well, and in the series and like, that scene when he's like, I burn for I you. I burn for you. <sighs> You're like, yes, boo. And then so I was like waiting for that. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, he burns for her. And I was like, no. Nope. Oh, it's done. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that, I oh, mean, okay, it, that's it. Yeah. In the Netflix yeah. series, she he also like talks about her masturbating right he's like do you when, yeah. what, do you, what do you think about when you touch yourself and then yeah. like that comes back up and that's not in the book either no and not like that, that so i think and that kind of like dovetails off of a later question but we can totally talk about it is like yeah for sure how protected women were and like mm-hmm. the whole like the conversation with her mom i think that might actually be my next question no but we can go to it so like the the lack of like just sex education and even just like knowing your own body was just like absolutely atrocious. And like the scene with her mom, I felt was really, I was kind of, I I love Violet in the series. I think she's a great Mm -hmm. character. I love the actress who plays her. I have no idea what her name is. I've never seen her in anything else. I love her. I think she's great in that role. I don't think a mother of eight with four Mm -hmm. girls no matter what era it was, Mm-mm. would have had that embarrassing of a discussion with their child. Like you would be like, here's right. what it is. Mm-hmm. Like you need right. to know. So that right. was, I was like, this is, so I like that, that that gets flipped at the end that Daphne is open with her daughter. So yes. She I did love that. Yeah. Things. Yeah. But yeah. So <laughs> I had the opposite uh, um, sex talk with my mom 
when oh. I was in third grade, I think it was, we did the separate boys and girls, which yeah. I feel like yeah. third grade is young, but like yeah. my son is a fourth grader this year and he had girls in his class last year. He doesn't know this, but I do. He had uh-huh. girls that had already started their periods. Yeah. So, so I mean, I guess that makes sense, but yeah. When I came home from school that day, I told my mom, like, you know, we we went into separate rooms and we had this talk. And, you know, I remember very distinctly that I said, Mom, we have to have a talk. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, like nine-year-old April was going to, you know, whatever. How did Carrie respond to that? I can only imagine Carrie's Carrie was like, let's learn all the things. She showed me what a condom looked like. I was absolutely terrified. They were huge. I was like, no. I am little. Those are big. No, no, thank you. But my mom was always very open about sex and like so much so that like, you know this about me, maybe everyone else doesn't, although I do talk about being the good girl a lot on here. Um, Like I did not have sex in high school. I didn't have sex until I met Tom. So I was very much an adult at that point. But when I had my first boyfriend, my first boyfriend, Adam, Mm -hmm. Um, my mom was like, you know, if you change your mind, like, just let me know. We'll go get you on the pill. Like, there's no shame in it. Like, you have uh-huh. hormones. You yeah. love him. Like, there's no problem with it. So she was completely open with me. And, yeah. like, I appreciated that. But also, I was the opposite of my mother. So I could have yeah. done with a little less knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe That's a little funny. less knowledge. Yeah. But um, I can't imagine like having been a woman at this time and now yeah. you're telling your daughter about this on her wedding night and mm-hmm. then you can't even like prepare her because right. I mean, they weren't necessarily getting married for, for love. They were getting right. married for breeding, right? To have an heir. And like, you need to know right. that sex can be very painful. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. But it can also be really great. And like, right. I think the scene with her, it was kind of funny that her mom was like, like Daphne's like, so you did it, you did it eight times then. And yeah. she's like, yeah, no, no. I, I did it more than that. Mm. Why would you do it more than that? Well, cause it feels good. <laughs> cause it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So we kind of had like a similar conversation with my girls. Like mm-hmm. they have like the care and keeping of you books and I uh-huh. adore those books. They're so good and they're just written so well. So like when we first had the, like your body is changing discussion, that's kind of where we went. And then Chloe was probably seven or eight. Leah was, mm-hmm. you know, a year older than her, so little. And we had had the your body's changing conversation. And I remember we were driving and I had this rickety Kia van mm-hmm. that you the air conditioning didn't work. So you always had to roll the windows down. It was just the two front windows like the, and then the back ones opened this far. And I remember Chloe was in the way far back and Leah was in the middle. Mm-hmm. And Chloe basically asked, where do babies come from? Oh, gosh. And hey. I was like, I was like, what? And I remember her like yelling at me, where do babies come from? And I'm like, it's going to have to wait till we get home. Like, I didn't want to be like stopped at a red light and be like, well, the penis goes in the vagina. Like... <laughs> In the middle of downtown Delaware with my babes in the back of the car. So we get home and I like busted it all out. And we it was very like logistical. Like yeah. I needed Did to Did you tell feel them, like it like, was more clinical since you are? Very clinical. It was yeah. very, very clinical. And then, you know, it did come up. Oh, so you and daddy only did that twice. Well, technically, no, no not even with Leah because we had infertility treatments. Right. right so right. she's Same. like my Petri baby. So I was like. <laughs> 
I mean, technically, no, just once, Chloe, but no. And I was like, but that's a conversation for a different time. So, you know, and now that they're right. older, we've we've talked about this and we've talked about that if you are going to engage in a partner, male, female, whatever, mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. you know the ramifications of that. And so right. the sex talk takes on a whole nother level when you start to bring in emotions too. Like yeah. I think that's, and I think that's one thing that kind of like made me sad about the talk that Daphne had with her mom is like her mom completely glossed over the fact that they did have sex more than eight times because yeah. they did enjoy being with her. And I think right. like, that's one thing that I want to teach my girls is like, it's, it's a very special time right. between you and your partner. So right. it's not just for procreation. So, right. You know, yeah. yeah. So we've started having conversations with James, obviously not to the degree of like fully what sex is yet. Um, we got him a few books on puberty. Um, he's so cute about one of them. He's like literally reading it from cover to cover and like talks that. about how to, skincare and like Love it. it's, it's specifically for boys yeah so he like asked me questions about it he'll be like so do i need to get like a different face wash than like what i'm using in my face and i was like buddy we can totally get you a different face wash so I he started that. wearing deodorant and things like that and so like tom had the conversation with him that was like look you're gonna start to notice that girls are, body shape is going to change like their mm -hmm. shape will change Mm -hmm. But he's already got girls in his class that are wearing bras. Like, mm -hmm. that's happening. Cub Scouts. We have girls mm -hmm. wearing bras. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, he's like, the shape of their body is going to change. It's very important that you, as a boy, as a man, do not comment on that. Mm -hmm. Do not draw attention to it. Do not make fun of them. Mm -hmm. You don't stare at them. Yeah. What they wear, what they choose to wear, that is their choice. And the way Good you gauge at them, gaze at them is on you. I, as and, a mother of go girls, God bless your husband for that. Yeah. Like 10,000 well, points to Tom. Gryffindor well, wins. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, he's a Slytherin. But anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. 10,000 points to Slytherin. Yeah. <laughs> but we've decided from the beginning that I I absolutely hate the expression boys will be boys. Yep. And nope. you get a lot of that from Bridgerton, right? Like there's a mm -hmm. lot of that in this book. Like yeah. the boys get to do whatever they want and yeah. the girls are supposed to be chaste and pure mm -hmm. and like you're obviously banging somebody. So somebody right. isn't like, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, but I hate that expression. Boys will be boys. And a town that in Ohio, Steubenville, they had mm -hmm. a case a few years ago. Where, oh, I remember. Right. The whole football and team, like the whole the football team yeah. raped a girl. Yeah. And, yeah. and literally the town was saying things like, well, boys will be boys. And I was like, Oh fucking no, they will not. Boys yeah. will be respectful. They will be mm -hmm. human. Mm -hmm. They, this is not okay. Yeah. So from, from jump, that's how we've been raising them. Good. And, um, James doesn't always like he's autistic. So he doesn't always have great social skills. So, Letting him know that making comments is not okay was very mm -hmm. important because he might say something and not realize that that's mm -hmm. offensive yeah. because he doesn't know that that yeah. is. So I'm really not ready <laughs> for when he starts getting bigger, when both of them start getting bigger and like the socks, you know. Oh, I'm so thankful I don't have boys. <laughs> I, I'm not prepared. They're so dirty. The boy, boys are gross anyway. They're just gross. Mm. Yeah. And I'm surrounded by them in this house. And I was surrounded by them growing up and like having three brothers. Like I know what boys mm. are like when they're teenagers. And like, I just don't want that. I don't want to be a part of that with my boys. Like, I don't want to know. I don't want to know about it. Mm. 
Oh. Well, then let's talk about boys and brothers okay. and like Anthony and like. Oh, yeah. Good I mean. Segue. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's like I was thinking about it. Right. Um, but like, I think, you know, there's a couple statements in here that you're like, well, no shit. She's not married. Right. With the statements you make. And like in the book, it was or in the show, she was it was her first season. And in the right. book, it was her second season, which is just right. like, oh, my gosh, you know, she is a second seasoner and she's not married yet. Right. And, but then like the more you read, it's like, well, no wonder. And then like when the three brothers show up at her married house, <laughs> Oh, hell to the no. Like, I love that they all came in. Like, like we're like, going to cause problems. We're going to be men. To the sister. Um, excuse me. No, she's no. been married for two months. No, no. she is the Duchess. Like, mm-hmm. no. Yeah. Yeah, that, but I was like, yeah, no wonder. It's, I mean, family's thought, important, but then, like, seriously? So. Right. I thought it was interesting that the um, the show added something in that I thought was interesting. So, you have the guy in um, the book, I cannot think of his name, but Daphne ends up knocking him out, right? So, he's, like, being inappropriate with her, and uh, she, like, Nigel. slugs him. Um, Nigel. Yeah. Burberry. Burberry, yes. So... She slugs him. He gets knocked out. Simon comes, swoops in and, you know, saves the day or whatever. But in the show, her brother, Anthony, basically tells her she's going to marry him. Mm -hmm. And then he gets more aggressive with her. Mm -hmm. um, And Anthony is like, no, you're doing this. And I thought that was interesting that they added that in because it's not as um, explicit in the book that Mm -hmm. the brothers are the problem. Right. But in the show, it's like Anthony is throwing his weight around as the Viscount, yeah. and this is my yep. sister, and you're going to do what I tell you to yep. do. Yeah. Um, which, for that, because I don't like the women as property thing. Yes. But, but um, I thought that was interesting that, that um, like, I actually really liked that storyline from the show. Yeah. Um, I liked um, the whole, like, uh, And this is like totally probably we'll just talk about it on the show, but the whole that the second brother um, was like in the arts community. Y- yes. In the arts community. But like, I community. didn't, I didn't get any of that from this book. So no. um, yeah, but we can, but, we, but I don't think he's actually gay in the books, which I don't really think he is in the series either. Right. Like he dates women, but like he likes to explore. Yeah. I know. So he's not and so far in the show. He hasn't been with a man though. Right. He was um, kind there, of like, he was kind, kind of, of like it thinking about by... it, but okay. yeah, he was I don't kind think of he like, ever acted what? on it. Okay. So, yeah. Um, I, I okay. always wonder what would happen if someone in the royal line was gay. And then like red, white, and royal blue like lives rent free in my mind. So that I'm always like, I love that happen? you say, what if something would happen? Honey, there are. I know, people. but like. <laughs> They're just not out. Like, let's be not, honest. Okay. There yes. are. But I, yes. But I want to know. I want to know the inside yeah. story. I want to know. The, I mean. Well, uh, I mean. Yes. Well, Elizabeth's sister, her mm-hmm. husband was by. Yeah. Yeah. So. Also learned but I guess that he wasn't from the crown. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> yeah. But do, yeah. But actually that is factual. Like he yeah. had a baby with his thruple. Like he oh got really? Oh, that him. I didn't know. Yeah, that actually just came Whoa. out recently. Um, maybe like within the past five years, she had a DNA test and confirmed that that was her father. That I'll was be her damned. actual father. That's mm-hmm. bananas. I love the Brits. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. Same. Well, 
children too. Speaking of children now, we can go into the next question too. Yay! <laughs> you just setting me up for all these segues. You all right. think that it was because like I was actually trying, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> it all works out. So like one of the big points of Bridgerton of the Duke and I is that Simon can't have kids. Um, so then it comes out that yes, he can have kids. He is choosing not to have kids. So how did you feel about that? Um, knowing like, you know, knowing your, well, and you know, knowing your own struggles with fertility, my own struggles Mm -hmm. with fertility, having your partner willfully withhold. Yeah. Like what are your, I mean, it was completely dishonest. Like it was very dishonest of him to not explain that it was, I do not want to have an heir. This is something I have chosen. And instead of saying, I don't want that, he said, Mm -hmm. I can't. And that are, those are two different things. Yep. Yeah. But what she did after she found out the seed was so very inappropriate. She basically sperm jacked him. She basically raped him. Yeah. Like he's in the show. He's like, Daphne, what are you doing? Stop, stop, stop. And she keeps going. Right. She like buckles down on him. Yeah. Right. And in the book, he's, intoxicated and can't really Mm -hmm. give permission and she does it anyway yeah also i think it's really funny that she feels that he is hard in his sleep and she's like i didn't know that that could like just happen (laughs) you have brothers how do you have so many brothers and you don't know that like you just they wake up like that they wake (laughs) up like that at the age that my kids are when my brother when my oldest brother was probably about james's age he came downstairs completely freaked out it won't go down it won't go down (laughs) and honestly that's actually how i potty trained my boys because when they're babies it's erect when they have to pee so i would just like look at it and i'd be like go pee huh so when you're potty training boys pro tip have them be naked in the house just don't not in public and then just stare at your son's penis a lot <laughs> it's not weird it's not and weird. then when it's erect he has to pee <laughs> <laughs> i am so excited to hear the clips that tom's gonna take from this one between dragons and rape and staring at your son's penis it's gonna be mm, I always look forward to them. He always cuts those first for Molly and I. Yeah. Secrets of the pod. He cuts those first and sends them to us before he puts the episode together. Uh And so we always get to preview them. And I like I laugh so hard every week. Every week. I'm I'm dying. Awesome. All right. So after Daphne sperm jacks him, I do like that (sighs) term too, by the way. I've never heard of that before. Sperm jacking. Um, That's what they do to animals in the zoo. Is it they, called sperm jacking? That's what I call it. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, if I Google this, so like our neighbors do a couple doors Google down. That. <laughs> do not on Chloe's computer either. Oh my gosh. She would be like, what were you looking up on my computer? She'd go to type in some of her weird anime and sperm jacking comes up. She would have a stroke. So anywho. <laughs> this is what you get when you raise teenagers. So yeah. So Simon bolts, right? Rightfully right. so. He's like right. pissed. Like, and right. he's just like deuces. So right. then she just like rolls merrily along. Right. And like, I guess I understand that at the same time. But 
on the flip side of that, why didn't she go after him? Like, she knew she was wrong. Because mm-hmm. she got and what she wanted. So selfish. So, so selfish. selfish. Yeah. And the show does it different because in the show, she's not actually pregnant. She doesn't get pregnant yeah. that way. Yep. yep. But in the book, she is pregnant. No, she gets her cycle, like, late. Oh, she does? Yeah. Why did I think? Um, let's see here. Yeah. Oh, because... that's right. Because she's out, like, riding a horse, and he's yes. like, yes. what and are you doing she... riding a yeah. horse pregnant? Yeah. And she's like, my cycle just came. So, yeah. First of all, did nobody understand about cycle tracking back then? Like, was Word. that not? Hello, like... it's called your lunar cycle for a reason every 20 Like, I feel like. Moon. Yeah. She knew it was late, so how did she not... Maybe she just didn't know at what point in the cycle she would be fertile, I guess? Yeah. I mean, she had Um, such an in-depth, gross, baby-making talk that, you know, it's hard to say. So, yeah. All right. Um, So, a couple more before we get to the Netflix. Of course, the happy ending. Simon realizes he's truly in love with Daphne and forgives her sins. They give birth to three beautiful girls and then a son and live happily ever after. I put, Mm -hmm. is this gag worthy or swoon worthy? I'm team gag worthy. Um, For sure. I like a happy ending, but I hate a cliched happy ending. Yes. Like, oh, we fought. Oh, your brother's threatened me. Oh, now we're happy. I just felt like, like, I'm going to say this again. If this is your genre, you get what you came for. Yep. But it isn't either of ours. There's no dragons Mm -hmm. or fairies for you. And there's no witty banter for me. Mm -mm. So it's not going to be something that we're going to enjoy. Yeah. Molly liked it, you know, but Molly likes historical fiction. Yeah. So, I don't know. It was full of cliches. It was Mm -hmm. the wanting glances. Mm -hmm. It was the, oh, will they, won't they? Of course they will. That's what we're here for. Right. I just really didn't. It wasn't there for me. Mm -mm. Same. Same. But I will say, even with the cliches, I didn't think the writing was bad. Like, I didn't think it was badly, poorly written. Yeah. You know, I'll use this as an example time after time. Twilight is poorly written i love that story though such a good the whole series is one of my faves too like it's shit writing but yeah it's so good yeah it's so so good good. yeah so this wasn't poorly written it just wasn't interesting to me yeah and like you said if it's your jam though because it is well written maybe you're like oh my god i love this book and i love these characters but if it's not your jam it's not your jam but you know maybe the person who absolutely adores this book would be like what the fuck with dragons mm-hmm. and fairies and all the other shit mm-hmm. that we enjoy. Right. And they were like, Oh my God, I loved how descriptive they were. And right. I think, you know, one thing that kind of bothered me was, I know this was historical fiction and I think this is why I like outlander too, is because they do give you history and they right. talk about like what's going on and <clears throat> the clothing and yeah. the way the world and the food. And it, it uses all right. of your five the senses. Culture. Yeah, whereas this one I felt it was set in the Regency era and the languages of the Regency era and all that, but I didn't get that, like, clothing. Yeah, and I was like, I could have used a little more of that, too. Like, that would have been helpful to have. And I I think that's where the series gets it right. Yeah, But one thing I want to say, and I know we're going to talk about the series next, so one thing Mm -hmm. I want to say is 
<clears throat> I think that if you're like us and you saw the series first, this book yes. would be a disappointment. And yes. I have a feeling that a lot of people, a lot of people read this book before it became a series, but yeah. after it became a series, you know, they republished it with a new mm -hmm. shiny cover and mm -hmm. they gave it an extra epilogue. And mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> I think that the people who are like us that were coming for that drama that you get from Shondaland yeah, are going to yeah. be disappointed. Yes, agreed. And I mean, obviously, it was a successful enough book and series for Netflix to pick it up. It would yeah. have been successful prior to that. They don't really pick a lot of no name stuff. Right. Absolutely. So not. but it just wasn't. Yeah, just wasn't it for me. So me either. Yeah. All right. So we'll do Netflix versus the book. And I put this is mostly notes I took during reading. So like I had my phone beside me and I was like writing notes. Nice. So, um, first one, Daphne is the diamond of the first season, the spectacular yeah. jewel to be shown, sparkled, and worship. Second book, she's almost a spinster at age 20. Yeah. So, how do you, like, what, how did you, did you like that twist that it was the second one, or do you feel like it added no, to the story? I thought, or? I thought it was weird, but it kind of made more sense as to why she would need people to, like, she would need Simon to help her get attention. Yeah. Because she was business. like, yeah. Yeah. Um, and the, in the show, they spin that, that Anthony is the problem. Yes. <clears throat> but I missed the queen. <gasps> I said that. Oh, you did? Yes. Yes. Hold on. It's on there too. Um, next one, Featherington dad, dead in the book, gambler on the Netflix. Does yeah. this add to the overall story? I loved the Featherington mom and the Featherington she girls. Is cold. I love her. I love that whole storyline. And I was so bummed that it wasn't because that was one storyline that I wanted to see more of mm -hmm. in the book was the Featheringtons because the yeah. dad does like leave them destitute. And yeah. so I wanted, I wanted more of that storyline. I was like, she's not even in it. Like I, I really didn't like the fact that um, the pregnancy story wasn't in the book. Yes. <laughs> like, I don't yes. know if that's in any of the other books because I haven't read any of the other ones or if Shonda yeah. was like, we're going to add this we're in for drama, that. but it yeah. was such a great addition. Like, it, it was such a great addition. And I was like, where is that story? Right. Where is yes. that story? Same. Where is Eloise? That's like my, and like, and Eloise I know she's like has a whole little book, in the book. But I loved Eloise. Claudia Jesse is amazing. I loved She's her storyline. So I loved her writing. I loved her mm -hmm. banter. I loved her super sleuthness, trying to figure out yeah. who, um, uh, what's the, oh my gosh. Who's Lady the one Whistledown? that, Whistletown. Yes. I, like, I loved that whole, and I was like, where the hell's Eloise? Yeah. And they just like yeah. touch on her. I was like, this is lame. Yeah. So she's lame, friends so. with Penelope in yes. the show, but she yes. and Penelope are not the same age in the books. No. And yeah. I, I missed Eloise too. Yeah. I loved when Eloise came in and was like, how does one get pregnant without actually being married? And everyone was like, right? what? Yeah. <laughs> what's right now? Um, and of course the woman who plays her, what's her name again? Claudia Jesse. She's much older. Yes. Than yeah, she's like in her 30s. What, she, what yeah. she's supposed to be on the show. Yeah. Um, which I think is probably a good thing because my guess is that since I know the next season is going to be Penelope and Colin, I think Eloise will be the season after that. Although maybe, yeah. maybe what's the B brother? Benedict. B, Benedict. Maybe he'll be yeah. next. I think in the actual 
series that Anthony comes second and then it's Benedict, uh, but they're uh, doing Colin and Colin. Hen. See, I love that because uh, the girl, the woman that plays um, Penelope, she's in Dairy Girls, which mm-hmm. is one of my favorite shows. Like that's I haven't watched all of it, but I've watched some of it. Oh, it's so funny. So good. So, so I want my kids to watch it. So yeah. I'm just happy to see someone who is a normal body type be a love interest. She's gorgeous too. Like she's beautiful. She's amazing and she is smart and she is wonderful. And I and that's one thing we can talk about too. Like I love the cultural diversity on the show. Oh, for I sure. I love that. Um, Regé Jean Page is, you know, biracial. I love that the queen is African American. I yeah. love that Lady Danbury is black. I love that the cousin right. on the Featherington cousin is biracial. I yeah. love all of this because it adds to right the, the and they beauty explain of the it show. Too. Yeah, they explain it too. Um, uh, what's the aunt Simon's aunt? What's her name? Lady whatever Lady Danbury. Thank you. She yeah. explains it in the first season of the show that one of our kind married yes. the king. Yep. Yeah. The and they're made way yep. for all of us. Yes. And yeah. I thought that was such a great way of explaining it because you do have the people who are like um, historical purists, right? Mm-hmm. So they don't like things like Hamilton because mm-hmm. that's not the history, right? Right. Well, I mean, this is the second time I've said this sentence this week. These white men are dangerous. Like, it's nice to have some jokes. Like, <laughs> These white men be dangerous. <laughs> like, that is the most honest thing that ever came out yeah. of Disney's, is these white Pretty men true. are dangerous. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, I mean. But yeah, you know, like, the queen, that was one thing that I definitely. I missed her. You know, they're making I, a spinoff I, show about her. It's her and Violet and maybe Lady Danbury when they were going through their Regency stuff. Yes, I am here for this. I know. 110%. It's going to be amazing. Did you watch the second season yet? Oh, yeah. I watched the the first season again so Mm. that I could watch the second season. Because, you know, I maybe had forgotten it. So, yeah, I think when the third season comes out, I may need to watch the first two again as well. It's not like they're completely different stories each season. I might need to rewatch it. I mean, I'm not going to argue important. with you. Yeah. <laughs> I loved the Indian sisters in the second one. Oh, I yeah. Loved, I, they were and beautiful. actually, I read an article. I'm not sure if I'll be able to find it, but if I can, I'll link it below. But I read an article about how that was historically accurate because, oh, really? it, it, because the English owned mm-hmm. India. India at the time. Yeah. There would have been ladies from India that would have come mm-hmm. to Regency activities mm-hmm. in London. Um, So I thought that was really kind of cool that they included that. Um, And of course, uh, just the perfect foil for Anthony. Mm -hmm. Just perfect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. And you know, there was a lot less sex in the second season and it was a slow burn more so than the first season. The first season, it took a few episodes before they got married and then they started having sex, but then they had a lot of sex the rest of the season. Yeah. Like the second season, do you, they only have sex the final episode, like the maybe episode, episode two. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. But Please. I definitely missed the drama that was in the show. And yeah. like I said, I haven't read the other books, so maybe there's more drama in the books that come. But I don't think so. I seriously yeah. doubt it, just based on this one. Are this you planning on reading be- the other books? God, no. Same. No. Yeah. 
This is a one and done. So, yeah, which is for unusual for me. I really am one that will stick with a series, mm-hmm. yeah. even if it's shit. Um, yeah. Because I feel like the writer puts forth the effort and I like really want to like. did it with the magicians, though. That's because that one was horrible. Horrible. <laughs> that main character is such a whiny, snivelly bitch of a man. I cannot stand. Yeah, it's no. True. He's just true. horrible. I really like it though. <laughs> I'm glad that you did. And I know it's there's very a lot of people that do. Though. That book series so is very pretentious. Like, yeah. It's like using big smoothie words just because yeah. it can. Yeah. I don't really usually like books like that, but I did like that one. No. And there's magic and fairies in that one. Yeah, and there's like shape shifting and all kinds of stuff and I still didn't like it. And I think I don't think there's dragons though. I didn't think there was dragons. Part of that there is in one of the later books, but you don't know that. I am a diehard lover of the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe classic. I have all of them. I've read Mm -hmm. the entire series multiple times. One of my Mm -hmm. all-time favorites. Yes, and it was a cheap rip off of it. Yeah, so it was definitely inspired by it. Everyone was when the show came out. Everyone was calling it Harry Potter for grownups. That's not Harry Potter for grownups. It's the 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 Chronicles of Narnia for grownups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it was. It was. It was not for me. It was not for me. So, all right. So you said you're good. The third or second book has a crow that talks, and Quentin just keeps going. Are you from Fillory? Are you from Fillory? It keeps ignoring him every episode. The narrator wasn't my favorite either. So I that liked kinda, the narrator. Yeah. I mean, it was like appropriate the, for that book. Yes. Yes. Um, I will have to say, speaking of narrators, you listened to the audio of this or did you read it? I did. I listened to the audio. How was the narrator on this? Because I read the paper. I read the book. I don't. <sighs> Nothing stood out. I, I needed to hear the voice from the show. Yeah. I needed to hear yeah. um, Julia Jul- Andrews. Yeah. Thank you. Oh my gosh. How do you forget her? Like, Mary uh, Poppins for Christ's sake. Insulting our youth. You're killing me. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, the queen of Anyways, Genovia. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Princess of Genovia. Well, she was I the love. queen. That's right. Um, <laughs> the pears. Um, we love the pears. I needed yes. her voice because the voice yeah. I got wasn't it for yeah. me. Also, the book is written in third person, I think. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So and I, I usually prefer that, especially in romances. I want the first person account. It was third person, sort of omniscient, sort mm-hmm. of not. Like, I felt like I was like, okay, well, well what else is going on? Like, can mm-hmm. we get like from everybody's perspective where it was more than. Right. But yeah. I feel like when you when it is third person, like I need to know everybody's point of view. Yeah, because yeah, I, I, I don't want third see, person like, limited. You might as well just yeah. write it first person. That's exactly. Nonsense. Yep. Because I don't want just it, make like, it harder not... on yourself too. Like it's right. harder yeah. to write that way. Yeah. Yeah, I and think it. I like first person the best. I think it would have been interesting to see this from purely from Daphne's point of view. So I agree. But will you continue to watch the series? Yeah. Since you're not gonna. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah, I am really excited to see Penn and Colin this season. Yeah. Me too. I'm excited. Yeah, I just want cute. the costumes back and the and the wigs. I really like what they do with the music too. That they oh, use yes. modern pop music um, and they rewrite it. 
that is um there's a whole oh shoot what are their names something symphony it's three word symphony shoot i have them on my phone because i like to listen to them when um i'm like trying to study because mm-hmm. it's it's familiar tunes Mm-hmm. So it makes those synapses fire and helps me mm-hmm. remember things, but I don't have to try to compete with the words. Yeah. I, I liked the arrangement for um, the Taylor Swift song. Yeah. Um, that they did this past season. That arrangement was so beautiful. And like you and I both um, were musicians in high school. Yeah. Like we both played an instrument. Um, and so I'm hearing this classical sound and then yep. I'm like, fuck that's taylor swift right and i was just like my brain was here for it i loved it like it was like a cool vibing moment vitamin string quartet is their name vitamin string quartet yes and they're so good and they cover a ton of different stuff and it's just it's like it hits the synapses real nice makes it i like that makes all the serotonin release so yeah (laughs) i like that yeah yeah well did you have anything else otherwise i don't think so I'm super okay. excited and I'm excited for next week. Yeah. So next week, um, maybe Molly will be back. Fingers crossed. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, but I will be at least talking to Francesca Zappia about this book, Station Eleven by Emily St. John Mandel. And this is not a book that Chesie wrote. It's a book that she loves. It's also a book that I really love. So I'm so excited to talk to her about it because like, I love books and <laughs> side note, I was in the library to all day today by myself in the children's apartment. Nobody came in and asked me for help until three o'clock. So yes. when they came in, I was like a little eager beaver. I was like, what can I do for you? Let me find oh, you. I would have been like, can I help you? I'm trying to read like leave. Me I have alone. a lot of work to do today. So I like mm. did my shit, but, ah. um, but anyway, so she loves this book. I love this book. This book was made into an HBO Max series. We'll talk about that next week. Mm, I'm um, super excited. I'm going to read it this weekend before the pod on Sunday, before the pod on Tuesday. Yes, it's, I'm excited for it. Um, so then we're going to do uh, two more books this month. Um, but I just want to let everybody know that because Molly is sick, there's a chance there's a chance we might have to skip a book this month. So if we do that, we will tack it on to the end of the season. Um, we just need to give Molly time to feel better. Yes. Um, she's not bouncing back as well. She said this on the pod before, but she does have an autoimmune disease. So, you know, she has difficulty bouncing back. Um, so we have the same thing when she had COVID earlier this year and we just make it work. Yep. Um, and we need our Molly. You and I need our Molly. <laughs> I really need her. Yes. We need her back. We need the group chat. We need the, cause you're like, yeah. You know? right. Yeah. Right. Well, and because our group chat dynamic is so different when she's not there. Like yes. just you and I, like we need Molly. <laughs> we need her snarky comments and we need her Slytherin vibe. And <laughs> and the whole fear of her husband reading the group chats. Let's be honest. I was like, also, please do not scroll up. <laughs> Matt. Molly's husband grabbed her phone and texted us to tell us that she was okay, that she loved us, and that she was okay, but she was not able to text. And Katie was like, don't scroll up. Don't scroll up. Don't scroll up. <laughs> I was like, yes, that's not advisable. I need you to be able to look me in the eye the first time I actually meet you in person, Matt. So I 
scroll up. Listen, he listens to this pod enough that I don't know that I'm going to be able to look him in the eye the next time I see him. Hey, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. All right. Well, thank you for having me and thank, thank you for letting you so me host. Thank you so much for doing this, Katie. Yeah. Aww, it's so awesome having you on. And we are going to have you again next season, season four. Yes. Katie's coming back. She's going to co co. She's actually going to ho- guest host again. My yes. brain frazzled, but she's going to guest host again. What was the book call we were going to cover? Luckiest for you? Girl Alive. And that is a new show or movie on Netflix, yes. on Netflix starring Mila Kunis. Yeah. Kunis. Jackie from that 70s show. Yeah. I was gonna say the girl from that 70s show. <laughs> yeah. Brain is done. Brain is done. Brain is done. Anyway. All right. Thank you again, Katie. I love you. I will talk to you on group chat and like probably tonight. <laughs> All right. Bye. All right. Bye, everybody. Thank you for joining us on Book Besties with special guest co-host nurse Katie Alexander. Don't forget to like and subscribe. The views discussed here are those of Molly, April, and Katie, not of those of anyone else. Today's book was The Duke and I by Julia Quinn. Your book besties are Molly Biggs and April Watkins. Editing by Thomas Watkins. And music is Sleep Sweetly by Prigida. Don't forget to follow book besties on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube. If you would like to contact the book besties, please email us at bookbestiespod at gmail.com or visit our website at bookbestiespodcast.com.